Hi, welcome back to our 643 Double J podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Clark. I'm here with Shane Riley. Uh, yeah, uh, Joe decided to pull Avante Davis and quit halfway through um, this whole podcast, so I will be taking over for Joe uh, in the future, and I'm very excited to be a part of this this podcast. Well, it's great to be with you, Shane, and we're just going to hop right into it. Uh, first off on the docket, Dallas Keekle, uh is still unsigned. Uh, yeah, um, a place that I believe that Dallas Keuchel would be a good fit for would be the Diamondbacks because their team right now has a 7.14 ERA uh, through seven games of the season with a 3-4 and four record, which means their bats are alive, but they could be uh, could use the services of Dallas Keuchel in, in their starting rotation because Granke got lit up, uh, I think, the first game against the Dodgers. Yeah, you can't always expect a great outing from someone like Zach Granke, although he is most of the time reliable. But he is a reliable bat. He has two home runs on the year so far. So it will be interesting to see what, what they do and where Dallas Keuchel ends up. Yeah, uh, another guy who hasn't signed anywhere who's a big name is Craig Kimbrell. Um, I, I believe I think we both believe that he'd be a great fit on the Nationals' bullpen because uh, right now the Nationals' bullpen is struggling heavily besides Sean Doolittle. Even though he does have technically a blown save, I think Doolittle is the most solid piece in the rotation. I mean, Trevor wrote. Trevor Rosenthal is having a fantastic season as he has an infinite ERA, giving up seven earned runs uh, and no innings pitched. So, uh, I mean, we definitely could use the extra arm in the bullpen, uh, adding Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, and Craig Kimbrell is still unsigned. We have a 92-year-old owner who is not going to be able to take the money with him when he's gone. So, might as well just blow it all on a closer so we can, you know, see a series in D.C., Moving on, uh, a lot of bold predictions have been made about the teams based on their first six or seven games. Obviously, the Nationals are not performing as well as a lot of people have hoped, even though they are sitting at a 3-3 three and three record. Uh, the Yankees are off to a bad start, um, you know, people thinking they're a uh, World Series favorite this year. But the Red Sox are also the 2-6, uh, and six, uh, well below 500 in their first six games, or eight games. So they really need to uh, pick it up if they want to make another run at, to go back-to-back this year. So we're going to be making our some bold predictions ourselves um, th- on the NL side of the uh, the league. So I mean, Jackson, if you just want to go ahead and start it off, uh, yeah, uh, I'm a homer to the core. I will. I'm picking the Nationals as my team. Uh, they obviously got off to a bad start, but they did show that they can win against the Phillies. They're crafty enough to do that. Do that and bringing in someone like Craig Kimbrell who we discussed earlier in the podcast, could potentially uh, bump up the bullpen, give it some confidence, and uh, we could see a Nationals, the Nationals making a run for the title this year. Yeah, for my Annalise pick, um, as much as I'd love to pick the Nationals, I think that the Phillies are off to a great start. Um, I think that their bats are well alive. Um, their bullpen has been you know, kind of shaky. David Robertson, I heard that they might be going after Craig Kimball as well, which would break my heart because I think that the Nats need him. But I definitely think that the, their their lineup is really loaded. You know, they got guys like Machiel uh, Franco down at the bottom of the order, uh, Cesar Hernandez. I think they got a really good staff t- put together this year, you know, adding Real Muto and Harper. Um, I, it pains me to say it, but I do think the Phillies are going to win the NL East. Um, yeah, just go to the NL West then. Well, actually, I want to make the point that it is not a uh, – while the Nationals and Phillies both have – cases for uh making the division winning the division 
it is probably the most competitive division in the entire league right now because it is probably the only bit division in the league where four teams have the potential to really win, take the division away. The Nats, the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves. And obviously the Braves are reigning NLEs champions, but no one really wants to see the Braves win. It's all about the Mets and the Phillies and the Nats. But, yes, moving on to the NL West, uh, I my pick for the NL West would have to be the Dodgers. You know, they're coming off uh, back-to-back back -back World Series, you know, appearances. They've lost, but we're not talking about the World Series right now. We're talking about the division, and they've had success winning the division in the past few years. Yeah, I do like the Dodgers. I do think they are a good team, but a team that I would love to see be successful, and I, I think they can be, is the Padres. Um, Manny Machado, you know, you you throw in Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, that left side of the infield is absolutely locked down with those two. I mean, I've already seen several highlights from Tatis. I mean, obviously, you know, guys aren't perfect. He's making mistakes, but everyone does that. But I mean, they they still they still have a lot to learn as a team. I think they have a a very good rookie pitcher. I think his name is like. Paddock. Yep, Paddock is. He, he looked like very good in his first uh, start um, on the bump. So I definitely think that they're going to have to use some of their young talent um, to really propel their team, similar to what the Braves did last year, you know, Acuna coming up. But I think that Tatis is, is a good enough star and adding Manny Machado to the squad and you know, guys like Will Myers, uh, several other guys on the team that can really just help produce. And I think that they can make a run for the NL West. Yeah, I, I agree. The Padres are like the Browns of the MLB. No one wants to see them lose. Everyone just wants to see success come out of that organization. And moving on to the NL Central, uh, there's only really two competitive teams, the Brewers and the Cardinals. And who doesn't want to see the Brewers win? Christian Yelich, is, he's coming off an MVP year, and he's started off right where he, he's picked up right where he left off. Uh you know, it'll it'll be great to see what what comes out of the Brewers this year. Yeah, um, I do like the Brewers. I I definitely think the Cardinals, if their rotation uh, holds up, that they will end up winning this because Paul Goldschmidt, Ozuna. I think they're loaded uh, through their lineup. Like you said, I mean, I don't see the I don't see the Pirates or uh, the, I mean the Cubs are always a team that you really never know what you're gonna get out of them. Ever since they won the World Series, um, they've been quite inconsistent I mean they still got guys like Rizzo Bryant I mean Lester is getting up there in age but I think that the Cubs could have a chance at it but I definitely see the Cardinals and the Brewers being one and two I think well which one whichever one doesn't win the division will make the wild card um, I think the the other wild card team will come out of the east um, but I definitely see the the Cardinals and Brewers coming down to the line but I have the Cardinals winning it just because you know adding Paul Goldschmidt and I, I think that their rotation can really help them out this year if they stay healthy and you know Carlos Martinez and um, a lot of other people in their bullpen like Andrew Miller I, I think that that team has really improved since last year all right we're only going to pick the NL side of things we're NL guys uh, it wouldn't make sense to pick the AL two because the Orioles are four and three and the Red Sox are two and six it's just kind of unpredictable we know that's not how the season's gonna end so uh, we'll see you next time Thank you. Thank you. Bye.